In today's episode, we are going to talk about spiritual awakening. What does it mean? How do you become spiritually awakened? Are you spiritually awakened? And do you have to go through trauma to become spiritually awakened? So let's jump right in. Hello, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Spilling the Tea Leaves. My name is Michelle. I am a crystal Reiki master. I'm also a spiritual teacher and advisor. And this podcast is all about crystals and spiritual awakening. We are demystifying the mysticism. So grab your cup of tea or coffee or water or whatever you have handy. And let's jump right in into today's episode. I am so excited. Okay, so welcome to Spilling the Tea Leaves. Now, I have been, I know 2021 has been a trying year for a lot of us. The energy is so tense and so, it feels like you can just light a match and everything around you is going to explode. And it has been unfortunate that this is, the energy that is right now, but I do feel that a lot of people are being more mindful of their own spirituality, or at least how to begin to explore their spirituality. And there's many aspects to that, right? Now, I know I've been gone and I'm very, very sorry. I unfortunately had a death, uh, a friend, a very dear friend, past. Um, She was one of my spiritual sisters of sorts. And it's funny because I know for a lot of us, we have that tribe or that group of people that we rely on that is online, right? And this particular person I've been speaking to for close to 10 years. And because I live abroad, uh, and because of me just not being even simply in the same country, let alone the same state, we always took the opportunity to either FaceTime or message. And this was a daily conversation that we had for 10 years. And there was always this group that we had of like-minded individuals, right? So in my, within that circle was an even smaller circle where it was me and another person along with this beautiful friend. Her name was Amelia. And, um, unfortunately she, she passed. Uh, so we've, I've been taking some time to reassess a lot of my own personal values and, um, belief systems and just trying to be more present. And part of that is, and be part of that is being present for this podcast. I really, really enjoy doing this podcast and I enjoy, talking to you. I enjoy researching and I enjoy reading about spirituality and crystals and and ancestors and different religions. Now, now since she's passed, I, I feel like I have been doing much further deep, a deeper exploration of, of these topics. So be patient with me as I, I get these podcasts going again and getting back into a routine. In addition, I have started or I do have another uh, business that I run. It's called Michelle Mello Digital. And I help small business owners, people who are are stepping into their own 
passions start their own digital presence. So social media presence and things like that. So I help them with their social media. I help them build their website. I help them uh, remove the fear of being present when it comes to turning on the camera and recording yourself. And then of course, some technical stuff like SEO and stuff like that. So if you do want to start your own business and you need help, please feel free to reach out to me. Let me know that you've heard about me on your, on the Spilling the Tea Leaves podcast. I'll be more than happy to help you. Okay. So today's episode is about spiritual awakening. Now, what is a spiritual awakening? What does it look like? What does it mean? Now, this episode is going to be a little different because I have no notes for this. This is me simply talking to you directly, wherever you are, whatever you're drinking, tea, coffee, water, juice. I have my my cold tea here. So a few months ago, actually, no, I think it's closer to a year or so, somebody sort of very aggressively approached me and said, well, why are you spiritual? What trauma have you endured? Like, what was your spiritual awakening? And it got me to think, does, do people generally feel that in order to have a spiritual awakening, does it have to, do you have to go through a traumatic event? Is that how we, is that what we feel is happening? Is that the definition of spiritual awakening? For me, a spiritual awakening is simply your awareness that you are spiritual, right? It doesn't have to go through trauma. You don't have to go through some life-changing event. You don't have to go through some out-of-this-world experience. You just have to simply become awake. And for me, as a personal experience, I've had a little bit of both, right? So I feel like I have always been spiritually aware. When I was younger, there was a, a huge difference of religions within my family, right? So my mom was Catholic. My The family on my father's side um, was Jehovah's Witness. And there is a lot of contradictory information within both religions, And I was never one to be told, hey, this is what you believe in, or this is what what it is. I might have for a few years in my younger age had a very specific set of beliefs, but I always wanted to read up on it, right? Like I wanted to learn what this religion or what these belief systems entailed. So my grandmother used to take me to congregation for Jehovah's Witness, and my mom used to take me to Misa or Mass for the Catholic Church. And the first thing I noticed was both books are different. So the King James Version Bible versus um, the Watchtower Bible that Jehovah's Witness had. So I I am assuming that everybody did this, and I would sit and look at both Bibles and just highlight the differences, whether it be a comma, whether it be a spelling. And then I would ask questions. And when I asked questions is when I would get in trouble because most of the times they didn't have the answers for me. So they would get frustrated at their lack of answers. 
at one point, my grandmother told me, well, you know, because you and your mother is raising you as a Catholic. Now, this is my uh, grandmother from my father's side, which I I don't have, a, I didn't have, and I don't have a relationship with. She said, because your grandmother's raising you as a Catholic, you are going to go to hell. You are going to burn in the fiery pits of despair and some demon is going to poke you always. Now, this is a really heavy statement to tell a, a nine, eight, ten year old. And but I just took it right. I was like, oh, well, like, OK, maybe I am going to die. I don't know. Then I had I ended up developing this fear of death, like a really heavy fear. And it wasn't until much later in college um, that I'm like, wait a minute, there are so many religions out there that how do you know which one's real? Why is religion even important? Like who is when I die, is God going to be there? Like, hey, you pick the right religion out of the uh, thousands that are down there. Good job. Get up on up here. So that is when I started becoming aware or awake and realize that it's not the religion that I adhere to, but my own spiritual beliefs and my own connection with God, with the divine, with the universe, whatever you choose to call it. So that's when I started really diving into my own self-exploration and started not only looking at beliefs, not just religious beliefs, but beliefs worldwide. Then I started connect, trying to connect with my ancestors, meditation. I had always been into crystals, so I just integrated that. And that's how I, I guess, a spiritual awakening. But it wasn't, I was, it, again, it wasn't one traumatic event. It was just me being aware. Now, if you follow my podcast long enough, you know that I have some major childhood trauma, and it's something that I don't want to make light of, but it's something that I do talk about openly. If you ever have a question about my, any childhood story that I share, send me a DM on my Instagram, is that remember love? I know some of you guys have already DM me, and I love it. Uh, and yeah, I do share stories here, and I'm completely comfortable with it. So... In my childhood, there was a lot of trauma. I grew up in a chaotic and violent household. And that also almost, I guess not inspired, inspired is the wrong word, played into my spiritual exploration and why things happen and why actions took place and how I can work through that chaotic energy and trauma through my spirituality and not whitewash it so we're not here talking about oh love and life being positive no shitty things happen to good people and sometimes we just have to overcome it so i it has played a part in it but does it play into my quote-unquote spiritual awakeness awokeness how do you ever you say it I don't know. I don't think it was, again, it wasn't a single event. It's just has always been a part of me. Now, maybe growing up, if I had a single religious household and this is what we believed in and this is what we followed, would had it been different? 
quite possibly yes i can't i can't say for sure that i would be the same person that i am today but i am grateful that i do have the opportunity to explore right so you are here and you are learning about spirituality you perhaps found a tiktok somewhere talking about crystals or uh, even a wicca or a 21 divisions or whatever now you're wondering do i need religion to become spiritually aware do i need a traumatic event for a spiritual awakening what do you need to become spiritual And you don't need any of those things. You need to simply be present and make a choice. Every day we wake up in the morning and we are faced with choices. And while daily living does get in the way, I'm not saying you're going to be Zen guru, connecting to the divine and ancestors and all that stuff all the time. It's impossible. But consistently choose your spirit and what does that look like it could look like however you want it to be it is literally just the idea of knowing that outside of you and outside of this present moment there is a infinite universe working to our advantage And as you live your daily life, as you are taking your coffee, as you are about to close your eyes for the night, it's knowing that your spirits, your spirit guides, your ancestors, the divine, even your higher self is working so you can achieve the best version of yourself do you need tools for this no do you need to read the books not really if you think it's going to help you awesome if you don't think it's going to help you don't do it i go back and forth between reading books and completely avoiding them I sometimes I enjoy reading other people's perspectives. I enjoy reading about energy healing. It's probably one of my favorite topics. I also enjoy reading about different religions. And sometimes I connect to a very specific deity. Uh, Within the, for example, the 21 divisions, there are several deities that I'm like, oh God, this is, they're awesome. They're just awesome, right? But if I hang around, for example, social media, or read enough books, or read enough blogs, at the end, they'll tell me, you can't do this unless you do X, Y, and Z. And then I struggle, and then I go back and forth, and then I hem and haw, and then I'm like, you know what, this is too much. And then I step back, and then I step back for a really long time, or I step back for days or months, and then I start losing myself. And then I have to make that choice to say, okay, I need to go back into my space. I need to go back into my, in my place of spirituality where while I am chopping up the 
red peppers. I know that the red peppers are going to be really good for my root chakra and it's going to help my family in, in grounding themselves. And I'm going to think about how blessed I am that I have this food. I'm going to think about mother earth and how she's blessed us with this food and how good it's going to be for my body. And you can say an affirmation over your food. You can say a quick prayer over your food. You can give thanks, whatever whatever that looks like for you. And this is just simply cutting a red pepper. And all this goes happens so fast in your head, right? Once you really start being active and being present in this energy that is outside of your own, all that all that thought process is just going to happen immediately. Immediately. So you don't need a book You don't need to have a traumatic event to say, I am a spiritual being and the universe is with me. The other thing that I suggest is you participate in your own daily rituals. Now, a ritual can be as complex or as simple as possible. It could be taking five minutes in the morning before you reach over to grab your phone and give thanks. It could be a repetition of an affirmation or a mantra. For me, it is the daily ritual of picking a stone or a crystal for me to wear, kind of stand there for a couple minutes and see, hey, this is, mm, I'm feeling that I need a little bit of uh, help with my intuition, or I have this really big thing that's going to happen today. I need a little bit of luck. And I just sit there and pick a stone that I can wear or that I can put in my pocket or inside my shirt. So little that's a little ritual that you can do or the ritual when you're preparing your food or the ritual of when you're having coffee and giving thanks or the ritual of sitting in front of your altar and thanking your ancestors. Now, speaking of ancestors, that is part of a spiritual awokeness. I think we're just going to call it that spiritual awokeness and Connecting with your ancestors is a big component of your spirituality because we all have ancestors. We all have these souls that have moved on and are helping us and guiding us and watching over us. Now, how do you connect to your ancestors? Well, I'm going to do a whole episode about ancestral energy and how to connect with them, but to give you a quick guide or tips it's actually easier than you think you can set up an altar i love setting up altars actually um from where i'm sitting i'm currently looking at my the little altar that i dedicated to my friend i put some crystals i i uh, i put some rose lots of rose quartz and clear quartz to surround her with love on the other side now for you if you want to honor your ancestors, this is totally your version of it, right? You can have some flowers, maybe flowers that you know, if you have somebody that you were close with and you know, they loved pink roses or they loved sunflowers. Sunflowers are one of my favorite. You can set them on your altar space. You can put crystals some pictures, uh, candies that are specific to your culture even, and just surround it with things that remind you of family. 
Another way that you can really hone in on that is something that I also enjoy doing, and that's cooking. So all those family recipes, all those things that you grew up cooking with your parents or uh, your grandmother, prepare those and, and give thanks to those memories and give thanks to your ancestors or something that's typical to your culture. Um, I'm Hispanic, so a lot of the things are just like tortillas or rice and beans or very specific dishes, tamales, which is a huge tradition during Christmas, making tamales. And you would have like a family over, aunts, uncles, and cousins, and the women would go to the kitchen and dedicate hours to making tamales. Fun fact, I do not like tamales. I don't know why. I I do not know why. Maybe in my older years I would like them better. Uh yeah, I'm not I'm not a fan. I don't know. Anyway, so that's one thing that you can do or find that tradition of food that you really really enjoy. My family has um has always worked the land. My great grandparents had coffee fields. So I love plants and when I when I plant or when I am digging in the ground that's also homage to my ancestors so just little things like that simply braiding my daughter's hair and imagining all those generations of mothers braiding their daughter's hair or grandmothers braiding their granddaughter's hair that simple act in that simple act just giving thanks to your ancestors and saying gracias Thank you. I know you are with me and I know you are guiding me. Those are tiny things that you can do. Those are, that's a little tiny ritual that you can do to give thanks and to connect with your ancestors and even asking for it and dreaming. Say, please connect with me. I would love to have a little piece of you, have a little piece of information or just give thanks. There is a meditation on uh, YouTube uh, to connect with ancestors, I am going to link it in the description of this podcast. And it's funny because now I think of it and I'm like, oh yeah, that's so cool. I totally remembered. And I haven't done that meditation in a, in a minute. So I'm definitely going to link it and I am going to do it myself tonight and see how I can connect. I apologize for my watch going off. You hear the ding ding in the back. Um, yeah, so that's just one really, really quick way to do it. So no, you don't have to go through a traumatic event. You don't have to go through some major milestones to say, holy cow, I am more than just skin and flesh and bones. I am an energetic being and I should honor that portion of myself. Now, everybody is in a different space in their spiritual journey. For some people, connecting spiritually can be more involved and it will require rituals and herbs and spiritual baths and the whole nine yards. Like you really want to get into it. And for others, it's just as simply as seeing repeating numbers, um, grabbing a quick deck of tarot cards, holding a crystal, meditation. It, it can look so different for so many different people. So don't despair. Don't lose hope if you see others on social media telling you completely different things. 
all forms are valid and acceptable. You are valid. You can do whatever you want, just as long as it resonates with you, as long as you're not hurting yourself and you're not hurting others, do what feels right. I promise you, you can't go wrong. And if you ever have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. If I don't know the answer, I can try to look it up. If I can't find the answers, I will direct you in a person that can absolutely help you. There are tons of resources online that you can use. There's tons of books. And if you don't want to use any of them, that's fine. Do what feels right for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to the latest episode of Spilling the Tea Leaves podcast. I'm in the process of updating the website for Spilling the Tea Leaves. I usually just link my own personal website, which is rememberlovehealing.com. You can visit that one too. It's all one big happy family branch. You can also visit me on Instagram at rememberlove. I do have a TikTok I'm not as funny as a lot of the people on the TikTok, but I am there. Feel free to follow me. It is Remember Love Healing. And I am, I'm trying to think, I'm pretty sure I have other things. I know I'm in Clubhouse. It's Remember Love. Do I use it? Mm, Not really. I don't use it. Sometimes I'll just sneak in to listen to people and then they invite me to talk while I'm just listening and I'm totally not prepared and then I get scared and no bout. So yeah, it's, um, I do have a clubhouse, but it's very rarely that I'll host a room. Maybe I'll host a room for you guys. If you're interested in, um, in a room. And I think that's all my social media handles, Instagram. I am on the Facebook, but I don't use Facebook that much. But if you do want to join, I do have a group there. Um, where I do talk about crystals and crystal healing and teaching crystal Reiki. If you're interested in learning crystal Reiki, I will be hosting a class in, I'm aiming for November. So if you're interested, visit my website, rememberlovehealing.com. If not, to find out more about spilling the tea leaves, go to spillingthetealeaves.com. And I will be back next week with an episode for you. Love and light. Be good to yourself. Be kind. Offer yourself plenty, plenty, plenty of grace and drink lots of water. Love and light. Talk to you next time. Bye.